If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Squarespace at squarespace.com. Build a fantastic website, blog, portfolio, gallery, store, or more with a free trial first. 14 days free without even a credit card. When you decide to stay, get 10% off by using the code INSTANCE at checkout. That's INSTANCE at checkout at squarespace.com. Build it beautiful. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the instance. This is the instance episode 467. I'm Scott Johnson. It is uh, October 28th, 2016. And we are literally one week away from the beginning of BlizzCon. About 10 minutes, eh, no, about, let's see, about another 45 minutes in the opening ceremony start uh, in a week from now. So think of that. I might be sitting in a chair next to one of these chuckleheads, like Patrick Beja from France. Hi, Patrick. Hey, and you know what I'm going to call you what? at uh, BlizzCon What's when we're going to be sitting together? What's that? <laughs> The plague bringer, because that voice, man, it is unnatural, it is. and uh, it is caused by your plague, which hopefully you're not contagious anymore. Right? I hope not. I'll lick you in the face and we'll test it. We'll try we'll it. We'll figure it yeah, out. That that would be good. Yeah, only one way to know. Only one way to know. That other voice you hear, of course, is Willie Dills Gregory, all the way from beautiful downtown Austin, Texas. Hello, Dills. Ah, uh, hello. Is it really good downtown? I say downtown. It's not downtown, is it? Uh, I'm I'm in South Austin. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, which is the, which is way cooler. Oh, I mean, yeah. just in every way. There's, there's really no reason to go downtown anymore. It's just you know, that's the cluster f of of hipsters and yeah, and uh, transplants. Not you know, not like I have anything to say, but sure. uh, it's like po- South Austin's <laughs> where it's where it's really going down. That's where all well, the, especially the good stuff since is. a few months ago, there's this one guy that moved there. Um, he's a super cool uh, Twitch partner, mm-hmm. and uh, I hear his dog poos, but. He cleans up afterwards. Yeah, it, it, you know this guy sounds like I should be his friend. Hook <laughs> <laughs> me up after the show. You guys could be real pals. Play Hearthstone way into the night. It'll be great. Uh, well, anyway, it's good to have you both here. Uh, Terpster got roped into some sort of stream thing, so he is not uh, here today. So he will not be part of our BlizzCon predictions, which we will do later in the show. But um, very much looking forward to that. And I'm hoping by the time I get to Anaheim, whatever the hell's wrong with me is no longer wrong with me. Uh, some kind if of it flu. is, I feel like that's a serious problem. Like that's something that should be checked out <laughs> yeah. medically yeah. by a professional. <laughs> and that's why it's a problem. Like if it's I already been a long time, the, the way I work is I don't go to the doctor unless I freaking have to. And mm. I'll, I'll have this go down to like whatever the wire is. And I'll end up feeling like absolute zombie death. And then I'll finally go and I'll probably be in Anaheim when I go because I can't. I don't have the, like, up till now, I'm just like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So 
what you're saying Although, is you're a I human think... male. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with this voice, you could you could be the announcer at BlizzCon. That would be, you know, every time you would speak, everyone would freeze. You yeah. know, it's like but then oh I'd... wow. That's <laughs> but then I'd say I'd say welcome uh creative director and head of franchise and story development, Chris Metzen, and then remember, oh shoot, he freaking retired and they'd fire yeah, me on the sorry. spot. Remember normal citizen, Chris yeah. Metzen. Chris Metzen. <laughs> He's out there somewhere. Actually, By the way, uh, yeah. You can't you can't do that, this guy, because that's Ben Broad's job. Yeah, I know that's true. Yeah. I don't want to kick him. That's out. true. I actually, you know what? I got a theory. Is one of my predictions about BlizzCon. I'll just let it leak now. I think Ben Broad is your new Chris Metzen. I think that's the guy. Whoa! I think he comes out. He's a, he's up on stage early. Uh, yeah. He's announcing big, exciting stuff. Uh, he's you know whether or not I, I don't mean that he'll be literally in Chris's position. I think he's still on the Hearthstone but just, team. Just the guy, no, the like the guy at BlizzCon, yeah, drumming up yeah. the excitement. And yeah, you know it, that- the thing is, Broad has that bombastic voice and the enthusiasm that's so um, uh, contagious. Mm-hmm. Unlike your your illness, Scott. Yeah, I, I guess they have the choice between <laughs> Ben Broad going like ha ha ha, welcome to BlizzCon, yeah. or uh, Jeff Kaplan, who comes out and like, and he's like, "Hello, and uh, thank you for being at BlizzCon. Uh, I mean, it's really nice that you're all here." And I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a toss-up. Well, this Maybe is this is the problem. This is the problem. They uh, game developers, designers, um, and and leads and all that stuff. Those guys don't always translate to be the most dynamic speakers or bombastic stage presences. But just once like in a while, everyone else. Yeah, just like everyone else. But once in a while you get lucky and you get a guy like Metzen or you get a guy like Broad and you're good. So I don't I just don't know anyone across the board who has his energy. So Ben Broad's my pick for uh, No, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh but here okay. BlizzCon predictions. We're already into it. All right. Do you think Metzen comes out at the beginning for like one last time? I uh, I'm gonna say no, because okay. I heard I have a. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. I have some, I have some direct <laughs> well, that's information. Not a prediction. About that. That's just not one. I meant now. He. I mean, it could change, and you know, I could be totally surprised. But my my current understanding is, um, you might be able to see him, but it may not even be till Saturday. Is my understanding? Oh wow! So I don't think so. But he's just taking it off. He's like just eh, yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, you know, how much attention would it Crazy. draw? Like, I don't know. I, if if I were him, I'd be I'd be weird for me. Like, just this idea. Well, he could he could come in a in a cosplay of some sort. Yeah, and yeah, oh, that's that'd true. be great. Walk around with a mask on or like something. Incognito yeah. as uh, yeah. Jim Rain. Then every every time he would open his mouth, uh, <laughs> everyone would would realize it's like we have to protect the elements. That's and right. Like, oh my god. He's like, oh Metzen. shoot, that's Metzen. Everyone get I a just, picture. And you're like, dude, I just asked you if you wanted some nachos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I would be love to see a, a last stage press. I mean, it's so, so much of BlizzCon was about him getting up there in a cool jacket and talking about rad stuff. So, you know, to not have that in a kind of very sudden way is still kind of hard to get all, all our heads around. I think. I don't know. I th- I think it's okay. I mean, I, I love the, the, he, be, he's sort of a little bit of a mascot. He wasn't there every year, mm-hmm. but, um, he is, he has some kind of a, a personality of BlizzCon feeling to him, but I think it's always what really, matters is when they announce new stuff and you have everyone going nuts because there's this one thing that they're talking about in a game that basically no one else in the world would be as excited mm. for yeah and and the real feeling of blizzcon is more that togetherness and the celebration and so yeah of course it, it's 
it's cool when he's there. But yeah. I think if Ben Broad is there, or, or you know, I'm making fun of of uh, more pale uh, developers like Jeff Kaplan, or or you know, even uh, uh, Morheim yeah. or any other any other you know, or the awkward people who come out with their shirt tucked in and but. <laughs> <laughs> and none of that matters, right? When, when no, they like, start yeah, the dress me. shoes, the jeans, and then like the the company polo tucked in. Yeah, so tucked in. Or even a t-shirt. Uh, we're looking at you, Dustin Browder. Get that t-shirt or out I'm, of there, buddy. The t-shirt <laughs> over the like business shirt because they were given the t-shirt with the logo of whatever the thing is, but they yeah. still have their like collared business shirt on underneath. Yeah, that's no good. It's no good at all. I don't know. I whatever it'll be, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, it, it'll just be interesting to see if they have any big changes to the format or if it feels any different. Um, you know, in the background now they have a um, a female voice, and I don't know who it is, but somebody back there is doing the. And now welcome to the stage, so and so Morheim. Like they stopped having Ben Broad do that a while ago. I'm just saying, there's a door there now for him to go in and be more of a stage guy. So we'll see. Sure, we'll see. Uh, more predictions coming up later, everybody. I got to ask a question though. What do you think the deal is? Okay, I've got the perfect combination of what gets Scott playing Hearthstone again. Uh, get real sick, have mm. to spend a bunch of days in bed, and have a, a tablet with you and play a bunch of Hearthstone and make a deck that seems dumb at first and then wins a bunch of games. There's the combo. That's how it works. Um, I made a I made this mage deck that is just absolutely not based on any net decks. There's nothing I, I pulled from in the game directly. I just went, that looks good. That looks okay. I could use two of those. Like I just built a deck from what felt right. And um, I've lost one out of the last 12 games I've played. So uh, some, what rank are you? some casual, some rank 23 is all. I mostly played casual during that time. Yeah. But my, my thinking was, well, it's been, it's been quite a while since I've, tried at all and i thought i'll just get my butt handed to me and that didn't happen so uh i don't know what level i'm playing at but it feels good and uh suddenly i'm kind of back into hearthstone because nice. of how sick i got yeah i thought you'd well, like this that is day. this is a an interesting story for me to hear because we get this question all the time on the angry chicken that uh players will complain they'll, they'll ask us how to deal with this situation where i'm a low-ranked player and yet Everybody at the low ranks now is playing super net decks and they all have legendaries and it sucks and I can't win yeah. even at the super low ranks. Right. And it's good to hear that even Scott Johnson That's right. can win <laughs> at the super low ranks yeah. with a random put together deck. And so, it's been you know like, what, guys, stop lying to it's, us. It's been like six game. months, too, since I've played. So, um, yeah, and I'm that's how it's supposed to work, honestly. Yeah. If you step away from the game for a while and you go down to like rank 25, you're supposed to play other people who also don't know all the best decks and the best cards and are just kind of messing around. Yeah. And you, that's what you, that's the experience you should be having. So yeah, working as intended. Yeah. It's nice. just, it was just fun. And also, I don't know, maybe I just had less pressure on myself this time around. You know, it's, it's maybe. when you're so surrounded with blizzard things and games and, and all the stuff we're into. And then one game in their stable is the one that you're not playing the most of, or you're the, not, not the most interested in. Um, then suddenly you, you get in and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have something to live up to here. I have to somehow be better than somebody else. And this time I just didn't do that. I just said, no, I'm just, you know, this is a fun card game on my iPad. I'm going to play here. And then I had a ton of fun. Like I actually had a really great time, unlocked a car. Oh, and I got a gold Yogg-Saron. Sad, sadly, right after, um, I didn't pay for it either. It was just like a normal unlock after quests that had enough gold. But um, it was 
right after the uh, the deal where you could get like thirty six hundred dust for it. Um, so I missed that opportunity, but uh, I did get uh, it. Well, still, but you know what though, Yag is still really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've Everybody used thought that he was going to be to- total crap, but he's like, and maybe they'll make another change at some point. Yeah, uh, because they don't want him to be really good. We may see at BlizzCon a Yog Saran decide our champion. Yeah. And I don't think that's what Blizzard really wanted to go down. But it turns out that he's still pretty good. So he's in a lot of decks, though. Yeah. I ended up playing him. I think I've got him twice where he's come up in that deck. And Plus, you, yeah, you should yeah. definitely have him in your mage deck. I mean, mages play a lot of spells. Sure. Yogg is super fun. Yeah. You're at rank 23. Right. Just, just go for it. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It was a really good time. So anyway, I'm happy to report that. Uh, all right. We got. That's good to hear, man. All right, now uh, I feel like I need to get another, another stream in with you. <laughs> yeah. See what you have learned. Take me to the next Our level, show. man. Take yeah. me to the next step. I'm gonna watch you make your turn. Uh, <laughs> I will give you no, like no feedback or anything. I'm gonna watch you take your turn. Then I'm gonna tell you all the uh, things that I think about it after. All right, know, and I want you to. I want you to reach through yeah. that portal of, of next level and and pull me up, ascend me to the next to the next platform, <laughs> and then we'll see how I go from there. Anyway, <clears throat> good times abound, um, and lots of time in WoW. Over the last couple of weeks, I have I have played a ton of WoW, uh, mostly raiding, working on a demon hunter. I now have two mythic-capable characters in the game, which is oh. really unusual for me. Um, and we'll get to all that. We got all that in the big news. Oops, where's the news? Here's the news. All right, 7.1 came out. I'd like to talk about what we're trying to do in there. Uh, Patrick, before the show, you... We should start with this. You are starting to feel like you are in Patrick treadmill mode a little bit, and I'd like to know more about what you meant. Um, Patrick treadmill. That's <laughs> I, I don't know that that's what I said, but yeah, basically, um, until a couple of weeks ago, I had been playing WoW like that was my main game for all the time. I was in full hardcore WoW mode. I was playing, you know four or eight hours a day it was all wow all the time and a couple of weeks ago i i got to the point where i'm more in in um casual relaxed wow mode i think you know there's sometimes a point where you you get oh well maybe i'm not gonna log in and do all of my world quests for you know the the um, the the uh, expedition today and maybe I'm not going to do all of the uh, garrison missions, not garrison, but uh, order hole missions today. And um, so I'm in that mode. So when I logged in for uh, the seven, and on top of that, I've been super busy, which doesn't help. Um, So on, I logged in for seven one, I wanted to go and try Kara and try the new stuff. And I have the, what is it? Four heroics that you have to do to attune yourself to Kara. And as attunements go, I think it's not too bad. Um, it's four dungeons to run with with people that hopefully know what they're doing. It shouldn't take too long. But I've had. Uh, it was yesterday. I did the first one, and it was um, the first one is Hole of Valor. For those who don't know, Holes of Valor, and it was with a group that really wasn't. Uh, Let's say they weren't overpowered Mm. for that dungeon, but they were really positive and they were trying hard and um, they were doing CC in the dungeon and, you know, crowd control. I hadn't seen that for for forever. So it was it was a good experience. Everyone was chatting, having fun and, and trying really hard. And in the end, we managed. It took us like 10 tries to do Odin. 
but we did and it felt really good at the end every no one you know took off for no reason no one got angry we were trying and we managed so that was a good experience mm. but it still took maybe an hour and a half for a dungeon um and today i logged back in and i figured all right i have three more i'm gonna do one before the show it's gonna be cool log in look for a group um get to the thing half the people didn't know how to get to the it was black rook hold uh get to the first group someone pulls like three groups together complains about me not healing well because half of them died it, we were so close to the entrance that people kept rezzing and aggroing the group again and dying again because only <laughs> half the people were alive at at you know at one time and there were three groups together yeah. um <laughs> and one person was doing basically no DPS. Uh, it was a hunter, incidentally. Just, just saying. Okay. Um, I don't know why you're telling me and Dills have. That's fine. Go ahead. It's just, it's just. Uh, so you have all of the information, <laughs> right? You, you can have the whole picture. All right. um, but yeah. So and that that wasn't that wasn't fun, and it took up uh, half an hour uh, to. And and we went to the first boss and. Everyone died there again, so I was like, "All right, you know what? I don't have time for this for this bullshit." And it was, it was. I don't know. It's kind of. I want to get to the new stuff. I've done Black Rook Hold. I've done uh, Holes of Val Valor, and I, I understand it's not too bad, but it's still a little bit like, well, I'd rather just go do the new stuff and not have to go through these four sessions of doing mythic dungeons that I actually have to work at. Uh, before I can get the news, I'll do it, you know, mm -hmm. but it's a little, it feels like a little bit of a, um, too much work to get to the stuff that I want to do. It's, and a that's, little, it's a little punishing for sure. I, I, I mean, yeah. the, the, we did a, uh, a, or a, a mythic last night just for fun. Cause we had a bunch of people on at the same time. We thought, you know what, we'll do this for fun. It wasn't for attunement. It was just to go do it. We had a couple of quests there and there was a world quest inside of halls of valor. So we thought it was a good time to do this. Um, so we did that. And we had a good time, but it took us about an hour and a half, maybe hour and 45 minutes to get through that thing. If I had to do that with a bunch of randos as part of a, um, a, a progress bar to get to enter Karazhan in its current form. Which is also going to be punishing, by the way. Yeah, also very pun Nine bosses, that's a beast, that thing. Um, it's going to be, I mean, that's a lot of work. Like, I'm not saying that this shouldn't be part of the game. Maybe all they're doing, Patrick, and this is just a theory. But maybe all they're doing is saying, yo, Karazhan is for all the hardcore crazies here who want more of this in the game, who want to have this kind of coordination, who want to yell at each other for doing it wrong, who want to have that vanilla thing where things were a little less uh, helpful and determined. And so we're going to give you a harder path to get there. You're going to have to really earn this. And that part of the player base is going to really appreciate that. The problem is it makes the rest of us where... We feel like maybe just a good quest lead up would be nice to Karazhan or it'd be nice if LFG worked with non-mythic plus mythic dungeons. We just get left out and and maybe that's OK yeah. because maybe well, we're just not the ones willing to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm going to do it. I think it's not horribly punishing. And I agree. I actually you're you're right on the money. It is. Uh, selection and it is training. You don't want to have a, a difficult dungeon and just throw any rando in there who's going to mess up everyone else's experience. So I understand the the philosophy. It's just that if it takes you five or six hours to 
do the 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 attunement it you know you can play through half or maybe the entire campaign of battlefield one or or titanfall or play <laughs> 15 million uh overwatch games if we're staying in the blizzard universe mm. so I understand why it's happening. It's just the way I, in, you know, the mode in which I am now, it's a little bit uh, too punishing. But so it's it just means it's, it's going to take a little bit longer uh, probably for me. Or, you know, I went to um, to to Suramar and did a few world quests there. I did one with Murky that was super fun. I I sort of enjoyed playing Murky on that one quest in uh, oh, yeah. uh, up in uh, High Mountain. It's really fun. Yeah, there you go. Thunder Bluff yeah. uh, Valley. Um, I think is the original, uh, the, the real name. Um, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just, I, that's how it felt to me. I just uh, wanted to mention. No, that's a good I mean, point. That, that makes sense. I think though, for people who are in uh, Patrick mode right now, um, you should really probably be, be kind of thinking, well, I don't need to do this today. I don't mm -hmm. need to do this tomorrow, right? Because like uh, the, the people who it really matters to, to get attuned ASAP and get in there, probably have the resources around them to do it much faster and get it done the first time in a you know fairly uh, short amount of time but like for the rest of us who do have to use like random people we don't know it will take a while but generally if we're in that situation it's probably because we not we don't need it right we don't need it now mm -hmm. we're not like trying to you know be world face the world first on anything so you know it's yeah it is punishing for sure but I think it's by design, honestly. It's just like, hard when you know there's a game with like a new big chunk of content that yeah, you're yeah, paying absolutely. for and you're like, yeah. oh man, I can't get in there unless I do something but hard. Here's the thing, it, though. Yeah. Here's the good thing. You guys won't run out of content yeah. if you play that way. That's right. <laughs> Those other guys, they're going to run out of content. They're going to be back to doing whatever the hell they were doing before. Yeah. Legion. And we'll, we, you know, we could still be having fun yeah. playing Legion because we're still doing all this other stuff. That's so. true. I'm still convinced like there's a patch coming. I don't know when, but at some point there'll be some sort of life improvement patch where um, mythics without plus will be queuable in LFG, for example, or LFR or LFG, I guess. Um, I think that'll come. I think things like 7.1 making it so you only have to hit 110 with one character to unlock world quests for all your characters once they hit left 10 or 110. Sure. Is a, is, is a really uh, I, nice I, all thing. that stuff I do think it will happen too because it becomes like the, there's a certain point where the gear required to do the mythics is kind of something that everybody just kind of has anyway and mm -hmm. it's not that big of a deal to like separate people out right. I feel like right now it's just kind of like you, you just don't want people queuing into mythics with a bunch of random people because everyone in that group will just be frustrated with each other right yeah. oh yeah because sure. the, the type of player that yeah. like queues randomly like that is in general going to be slightly less serious more prone to making some mistakes it's just gonna be in like you know a guy the tank leaves because he's pissed mm -hmm. and everybody else just goes well should we sit in here and wait or do we just do we all leave too like what do we do? like that kind of frustration level mm. doesn't really need to happen with mythics right now so eventually it's like you can turn that back on for everybody because it's easy enough yeah it'll but feel like, now, it'll be no, like it's, it would be nightmares yeah right? i mean mythics on their own are already feeling to my two characters like heroics they're not that but bad. they're super fun oh, and that's i wanted that feeling yeah. i wanted that feeling of hard five mans yeah we, i mean we died and we reassessed yeah. and we had to think about mechanics again and and change strategies and sure. it's, been, it's been a long time since it yeah i away. think I, I don't i don't think i have a problem with mythics being hard as such i i 
I stand by what we said initially that it's refreshing to actually have uh, to have a challenge. It's just that right now this feeling that they're in the way of Kara. And again, sure. I understand why this is happening, but that's what feels a little bit. Ah, oh, I thought I was going to see Kara, but you know, it will come. And everyone's saying it's awesome. Uh, you know, everyone's in my in my different communities is like, oh, we did like two or three bosses out of the first four, and it was super cool and and really hard, but. It, it felt great and rewarding to actually manage to down them. And uh, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I, I completely understand the logic of it. It's not like Patrick going like, oh, I want to go to Kara now. I just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Patrick, always begging for Kara now, not later. I understand. <laughs> uh, there what are... do we want, Kara? <laughs> when a... do we want it? Now. Without attunement. There are a load of new world quests, which I love it's still my favorite part of the game and i'm still getting upgrades for my demon hunter and i guess technically my hunter found one yesterday um i've been using a new mod call, or a plugin called hey. shit what's it called pawn i think it's called I, this but, may be old i don't know people may have had pawn forever but it's a great way to see um you know when where there's stuff out in the world that you need and you didn't know you needed it when you need it that's cool yeah i like it a lot people should try that thing uh and, sorry dills you were gonna say something Oh no, my dog was licking my uh, my genital area. No. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just suddenly yelled out, "Hey!" And then I realized my mic wasn't muted. <laughs> Look, when people when people lick your genitals, you are supposed to yell out, and it's either shocking or expected. But yeah. in this case, shocking. Shocking. Yeah, you didn't listen. You didn't give him permission. I understand completely. No, no, I, yeah, no means no. <laughs> Um, otherwise I haven't gone near the aisle of getting mechanical pets for my hunter yet or any of that stuff. Uh, Outcast? Yeah, I want to, but just haven't done that yet. Um, I have spent most of the time working on building a demon hunter tank, uh, who I really like playing like a lot. And it's not just because I can, I can queue into dungeons really fast. It's just, I don't know. I've, I'm finding that I like tanking and I never thought I would care about tanking ever um so it, weirdly i kind of let the hunter sit for a while and spent a lot of time with that demon hunter and got him up to like you know 840 now and did it mostly on the backs of of lots of world questing and some dungeon work and some other stuff but i'm really having fun with that and this marks the first time where i didn't just settle on one character and that's all i did the expansion um i'm super interested in both getting getting to new places so um Anyway, I just want to throw that out. This expansion is unique in that way for me. And I was going to do it with somebody. Like, it was going to either be the mage, or it was going to be the druid, or it was going to be somebody. It was just a matter of who clicked with me the most, and it ends up being the demon hunter, weirdly. Ha had you, you tried guy. tanking before? Or no, never is it my, the first time trying? Never in my life. Just never appealed to me in all 12 years of this game or whatever. I was just like, eh, that does not look like fun. I don't want to be nestled in the crotch of the thing I'm killing the entire fight. I don't want to be, you know, worried about stacks and switching off and who my off tank. I like all that sounds just complicated. And um I don't know, something something's different this time around. I kind of like that stuff now. I'm I'm interested in making sure aggro is kept and grabbing dudes who've wandered off or where am I pointing the mob and you know all the basics are just ringing with me. And I I don't know why. I don't have an explanation for this. It's just weird. I don't even like melee period. I don't like melee DPS either. But here I am. Right up on his, right up in his, in his junk. Let me ask you this, though, Scott. Do you find the hunter not as fun this expansion as you thought it would be, and so it's kind of pushed you towards another thing? Um, because um, hmm. I've heard some people say that they don't really enjoy the hunter changes so much. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's hard to say. Like last night, I was I had the hunter for this mythic, and and there were a couple of times where I went, oh yeah, I can't help you guys with CC. Sorry, at least with the spec I was doing, and I thought. You know, I wish I could. I wish I could do more here. I guess I can help interrupt, but that thing's got a 30-second cooldown. Like, I yeah. I feel like my utility has gone down, and that sure. has lessened his funness when I'm in a pre-made group. Uh, that being said, that. that that being said, I'm I mean, I'm not I'm not feeling like let down by the hunter at all. I'm I he's he's still familiar in lots of ways, and so because of that, I think there's some of the, you know, the familiarity can also lend to the well. I've done this a million times before, so this feels less exciting. Um, but, but overall, I mean, I've tried all three specs quite a bit, have all three artifacts and I just really, of the three, I really like Beastmaster. I find the other two boring. Um, hmm. and so I find the Beastmaster is just easier to play because you can actually move around while you're doing stuff. That might be it. The, the problem I was having with yeah. the other ones was, uh, was that you essentially like all these fights now seem to involve lots and lots of running around. Right. Yeah. And. Every single time I'm playing Marksman, I'm standing there waiting for an aim shot to finish before I move. Yeah. Uh, or I'm like, if I'm playing survival, I'm constantly like having to position myself again while I'm moving out of stuff because now I'm playing melee for like the first time ever as a hunter. Yeah. But with Beastmaster, it's like everything you do, you can just be running around. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you just never, you could just do that kind of manic thing where you're just running and jumping without anything to get out of the way of, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which I think uh, I like. And so yeah, I think for that's that reason, it. It probably does feel a little better. I think that's it. I think you nailed it. Um, and I, and I'm enjoying him, but I don't know what it is. The demon hunter specifically, I just really like his kit and I like the way he feels and yeah, they're good. They're, they're great. The only complaint I have is I wish he was, I wish he didn't look like such a little weenie. He's just a little weenie uh, guy. <laughs> You know, like he's a freaking blood elf. You're so used just, to looking at an orc. Yeah, yeah. I want big beefy. I, I want a big elf. beefy orc or a big beefy torrent or something. And instead, I got this little spindly little. Haha, I'm the <laughs> the elder Illidari. I will never stop or whatever. It's like all right, whatever, shorty. Anyway, other than <laughs> other than that, he's he's great. I love him, and I just wanted to share that with people. If you haven't tried your demon hunters, uh, do it even just to get through the story stuff. But. If you're like me, you'll be like, ooh, this feels good. I'm going to keep going. And I tanked almost the entire PvE part of it with him. I hardly did DPS. I did some, have the weapons, but I I just enjoyed how he tanked. And even though that meant it took a little longer to take mobs down, I could do two or three at a time and, and yeah. you know, rope stuff in and throw my glaive over there and pull that extra little mob in. It was It just feels good. So anyway, I like him. I like his... The uh, lesson is try new coach, things. Yeah. yeah, try new things is the lesson. Very good, Patrick. There you go. I agree with that. I, li- I like his mobility abilities too. Like the uh, the dash thing mm-hmm. isn't as fun to me as the leap, the kind of heroic leap thing that you do as yeah. the tank version. Yeah, so. I have a talented so I can do two of those. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> For that reason because I think it's so cool. Um, yeah, it's super fun. It's also a great way to get back into the fray if you have like a knockback effect or something and you need to quickly get right in front of the boss again or whatever. Um, and I also just like, I don't know, I just like how it, they've animated, like the way he's animated. And this is true of all the tanks now. Like they really improve that stuff. It just looks better. It doesn't feel so, I don't know, like there's numbers happening in the background and your guy's sort of moving, but it's not really tied together. Now they feel like these hits are connecting. They feel beefy and meaty. Um, I mean, all that stuff contributes for me. It's a feel thing that's working. So anyway, I like it a lot. Demon Hunter all the way. I named him Gerpster. Everybody can quit assuming it's named after Terpster, all right? I just couldn't find another Gerp name. So I should have gone Gerpadari, but I, but I forgot. Okay? All right? 
Okay, let's move on. All right, man. I my my rogue was Dill's Tinky. Uh, I, I named my characters after other characters I know. That's true. You did. named, of course, after the famous Poo Tinky. Yeah, I remember Poo Tinky and Miss Poo Tinky. Tinky. Yeah. What happened it's to like, him? I think he still yeah. listens. Hey, Poo Tinky, if you're listening, now's the time to come back, buddy. Yeah. I know you got like eight kids now or something, but come on. <laughs> Priorities, buddy. Priorities. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, what else? Uh, oh, uh, big news. Uh, Weird Al is your BlizzCon performer. This caused no small stir in the community. Some people are stoked. Other people are pissed. Yeah, who knew Weird Al was so polarizing? I don't know. <laughs> He's like, like, what? Why do people? Okay. Yeah. Like, if it's not a thing you are into, just don't go, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, I, but I, if you're not into Weird Al, like, what the hell's wrong with you in the first place? Right. He's fine. <laughs> he's funny as hell. He's awesome. I don't know. I'd love to get the French perspective. How, where do you guys land? I mean, you're, you're known for liking weird things over there. So what do you like in your comedy? <laughs> I, well, I don't dislike Weird Al. He's fine. Um, they have a history of having really awesome and sometimes less awesome, but usually well-liked performers and, you know, big deals. And it's not that Weird Al is not a big deal. It's just that he's more of a joke big deal. So, I mean, it's not like Tenacious D that has some, I don't know, it's, I get, I get why people wouldn't like him. Um, but I've, I don't think I've ever gone to any BlizzCon concert. I've used that time to hang out with people I can't see for the entire year. And, um, sometimes record shows or watch some esports or whatever so it doesn't change a lot for me um i don't think i'll be breaking that uh, streak for for al however weird he is um, <laughs> so yeah that's i don't know what it's kind of a whatever i guess usually my reaction is oh wow they got those guys but whatever and this time it's just Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Did you catch the difference? I totally get it. Yeah, no. It's, uh, listen, I'm I'm a Weird Al fan from when I was a kid. Um, and as a person who now has, you know, a 22-year-old daughter and have not been a kid for a very long time, I could see how a younger generation might look at Weird Al and go, well, that's what my dad used to listen to on Dr. Demento in junior high. Yeah, I could see that, too. I think that might be what's going on here. There might be a generation gap going on. So... Um, oh, and the, and there wasn't one when they brought in who was it Blink Blink One Eighty Two and bit Ozzy of one. Osbourne. A and, little bit of one, sure, but but there's no, an Blink edge. Blink is still popular with yeah, kids, and their new album's pretty they're good. Still singing Maybe. songs about what kids are going through, right? Yeah, like, I don't know. yeah, yeah. I guess, but not right. only that, Weird and, and, and Osbournes about, and yeah, yeah. The but Blink- the thing is, like, you first heard of Weird Al when he was doing uh, Rolling Stones cover songs, yeah, right? Like that, right. like it's actually his first. You know, big, big breakthroughs like and then the who knows, like walk around the convention floor and ask about all the people who lose to listen to the Dr. Demento show. Yeah. And you'll hear all of them say, who doctor? What, who yeah, the, you'll what? see a lot of over 40s you know, go. Like, yeah. And then you'll see a bunch of under 30s go. What the hell are you talking about? And it's just going to be a thing. That's, yeah. yeah, it's not. And, and to, OK, and to me, I'm kind of like a comedy nerd. Like I like to listen to comedy podcasts. I like to see comedians who are probably not well-known names but i think are huge like in my mind they're like massive names you know mm-hmm. yeah. because i'm like into that i seek that out right, right. I, I try to find out who the newest funniest guy is yeah uh and weird al is like all of their heroes <laughs> like yeah. they all love weird al yeah. uh, and i kind of have grown to like him even more like as i got older like i used to listen to him i liked him when i was a kid but 
uh, I like him even more now because like some of the jokes that he made then too also kind of went over my head, right? Yeah. There's actually more depth in the Weird Al parodies than a lot of people think. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, um, I mean, I like I I I will probably not I'll probably skip out because every year I'm recording a podcast or playing a video game or eating dinner with somebody, so I'm not that worried about it. Um, however, you know, the backlash just reminds me that gamers think that because they're in a black T-shirt and they're at this thing that they're too cool for school. And sometimes they get a little, (laughs) they turn kind of butthole on us and it's fine. It's fine. I mean, when you looked at tenacious D, you were like, well, that has an edge to it. You know, they're going to F bomb a lot. It's going to be that kind of show. And if you think about blink of these other bands, it all reminds these kids of high school or whatever. But this is something that's maybe a little bit more nuanced. It appeals to a slightly older crowd, perhaps. And it's going to make people just be butts about it. So that's my, that's my theory on the division. So, So, yeah. What do you think? It's so late. They, they usually announce pretty late, but now it's the week before. Do you think it's because they, they had someone else in mind and it didn't work out? Or is it because it was so difficult to sign, uh, Yankovic? I doubt it was difficult to sign him because he kind of wants, he just kind of does whatever. Yeah. I think um, I think you're right maybe. about the first thing. I think they were a little hard up. Yeah, for they might have had something, or they couldn't think of who to do, and finally somebody was like, <laughs> or they forgot. You know, it was John who was supposed to book the guy, and then Lisa again. thought it was John, and John thought it was Lisa, yeah. and they were like, mm-hmm. a week before, they were like, dude, we didn't announce it, and the dude was like, what? <laughs> no, and like, call Weird Al, like right now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you I might be. Gonna, you might yeah. be right. Um, I, I mean, you were in the inside on the European side. I've always felt like BlizzCon is a miracle in that it comes off so smoothly to the, to the attendee and viewer, but the behind the scenes chaos reigns the day. Like it is. Oh my God. You have no, I'm sure I don't. I'm sure it's way worse than I think way harder than I think. I, I wasn't on the inside for BlizzCon quite as much because, you know, there was still a lot of work on the, on the European side. But I also was on the inside uh, when we did Gamescom, which, is turn, which was turning already more and more BlizzCon-like um, over the past few years. The thing is, it's, it's a, a gaming company that puts together a game convention. And a lo- I, I often say this, but a lot of it is done internally. So now they're getting used to it, but it's still... a, a, a really really big undertaking and it's not that it's chaos like nothing's working it's just that it's a lot more it's like everything the sausage is made in a way that is more complicated than you think especially when it comes out as uh uh, the show is as smooth as it is Mm -hmm. so I can, but that being said, I was joking about the hey, we forgot to sign the guy who was going to do the uh, the musical act. I, th- those things are planned out, and sure. there, I'm guessing there was something that happened. Either they wanted someone else, or it was harder to sign him. I don't think it's by choice that you, that they announced him a week before. Yeah, I, I think you're right. That's way too close to the event. They've always mm-hmm. been at least a month or two out on that. So something, something was afoot. I don't think anything dastardly. Yeah. It's just, they ended up with weird Al. Uh, they also yeah. got this, uh, dude from Silicon Valley, the show on HBO to host the, um, the stage stuff last year. They had which guy will Wheaton. Uh, this guy is Thomas Middlevich. Thomas Middlevich. Yeah. Middlevich. He's the main dude. Yeah, right? He's hilarious. Still haven't seen that. See, show. Again, like the comedy nerd. I'm like, yeah, no, like I know him not for his, appearance on that show i know him he's like a huge improv guy yeah he used to do all this stuff in like 
uh, you know, all the other like, you know, where you just go see like six guys do like some stupid show. He's like a genius at improv comedy. So that's great. So how how much of a nerd is he? Is it gonna feel oh, genuine he has when he? Channel. Oh yeah, oh, okay. he streams. Well, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a super nerd. He likes cool. to play video games. That's great. Yep. That's great. Yep. I like that a lot. I mean, I'm not I not nothing against Will Wheaton. I love Wesley Crusher as much as much as the next guy, but it came off a little bit like he was a little foreign to the to the event. And also, you know, Jay Moore always felt that way to me. I think Chris. Hardwick in 2014 did a great job. Was it 2014? I think so. Anyway, he did a good job and seemed to be sort of with it. Um, this guy seems well. Fine. He understands the world whether he plays WoW or not. Yeah, like he's he you know he understands the mentality of the nerd mm-hmm. very well. Uh, Hardwick, so yeah, that counts. When do something. we get Felicia Day? How come we haven't got huh? Felicia Day to do it? I know it's weird. She's always there. It's not like she's not at the event. Yeah. Um, last year I Maybe saw her doesn't. twice. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to do it. Maybe it's just too. You're you're female. It's a, it's a lot a of pressure. It's a lot of work, and and you have to. I'm sure you can't start your first hosting job with BlizzCon. It's a it's a lot of people looking at you. Yeah, she takes um, a lot of. Maybe shit. it's not. Maybe it's not what she does. She takes a lot of shit online as it is. I don't know if she wants to make that worse. I mean, you know what I mean. When do like, we get Scott Johnson? Oh hell no! You don't want me up there. <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun, but I, oh, I, I, I don't know what I'd do with myself. That'd be insane. Um, plus these guys are comedians. <laughs> they yeah, can actually I think tell that's jokes. The thing. You have to be a comedian. You have to be funny. About? You, you can tell a story about how you ate a bunch of tacos and everyone would laugh. Yeah, I could say, like, oh, I ate five you know? tacos in the parking lot. And they, yeah. No, I mean, I can be funny, but I don't think I can be that funny. I'm just saying it's a harsh crowd. That's all I mean. Like if, right. if Felicia Day says no, I think it's because that crowd is hard. And I'm not saying people that go to BlizzCon aren't nice. There's tons of nice people. But on the whole, there's there's elements that can be tricky. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Also, I mentioned Felicia Day as half a joke. I think the the what you said, they're comedians, is the key. I mean, you actually have to make people laugh. It's not. It's a job. It's an actual. You have to have talent, and and you have to know how to do this. So, I don't think actually Felicia Day. Maybe she could, but I don't think that's her job. So yeah. Anyway, not really her main focus. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I really like her. I'm sure she'll be there this year, so watch for it. Yeah. Uh, we got a uh, an announcement ahead of time, and if you're telling me this this is anything more than a preemptive uh, damage control, then I'll say you're lying, because I think that's what this totally is. Uh, J. Allen Brack on the WoW team says, there will be no classic server announcements at BlizzCon. There's a crowd that always wants to ask about legacy servers and cannot stand to be in a Twitch channel where Ian Hazakosis talks about anything without spamming the channel with the word legacy. Um, so I think they're doing a little preemptive work here and they said, Hey everyone, we've seen some talk amongst the community. You might be expecting to hear some news on legacy servers at BlizzCon. And we wanted to make a mo- uh, take a moment to let you know that while we're still discussing the possibility, we won't have any updates to share on that until after the show these past few months. We've been uh, laser focused on the launch of Legion and getting patch 7.1 ready to go, as well as prepping for BlizzCon, which is always a huge undertaking itself. You've heard us say that the launch of Legion was the uh, just the beginning of the story we want to tell with this expansion. Uh, what we will focus on at BlizzCon is how the team is committed to making sure we bring you the steady stream of content going forward, and we can't wait to share what's next for Legion. Thanks again for your patience. We'll see you at BlizzCon. Absolutely. I think the first draft went like this. <laughs> hey, legacy server douches. Shut up. It's not all about you all the time. 
There you go. And then they were like, okay, let's let me, let's make a second draft of that. Yeah, probably, probably we're not going to punch that up a little bit. PR team was like, yeah, we're going to we're going to need to take a swipe at it. Um, not to say that I don't want a legacy server and I wouldn't play it. I just think you guys like it's not all about you all the time. That's all I'm saying. That is a really good distinction. Can we just? I just want to. I want to reinforce that a little bit. All of us on the show have stated it'd be kind of cool if they did this. That'd be great sure. if Blizzard somehow allowed uh, a way for people to get what they're asking for and to provide this sort of nostalgic link to the old game. I think that's a great idea. However, you can't make it your special interest topic one constantly all the frickin' time. <laughs> or or expect it. You can't expect a game to do something that no game ever does. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is literally make like a second version just for special Snowflake U. Yeah. Like, because you liked it back yeah. then. Yeah. You know, it's like, play Smash Brothers, man. That game is still the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the the interesting part is the second part of the first uh, paragraph where he said, to let you know that, well, we're still discussing the possibility, we won't have any uh, updates to share on that until after the show. So it's sort of reassuring people saying we will have updates on this at some yeah, point yeah. after the show. Yeah, we'll talk so about it's it. Not, that's that's good, know, right? I mean, that's uh, to me, yeah. that's a great if you're interested in this, you just got some good news from J. Allen Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They actually acknowledged you again after, you know, not really talking about it for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. So now you can all sit down and quit spamming channels with the word <laughs> legacy over and over constantly. Uh, the WoW cookbook is out. If y'all want to make yourself some WoW themed food, like an actual cookbook, it is on Amazon.com right now for 21 bucks. It's a hardcover. Uh, it is called the World of Warcraft, the official cookbook. Uh, created by Chelsea uh, Monroe Cassell. I don't know who that is. Anyway, uh, prepare a feast fit for a war chief in World of Warcraft. Uh-oh, Alliance people are going to be pissed. The uh, <laughs> the <laughs> official cookbook, a delicious compendium of recipes inspired by the hit online game from Blizzard Entertainment. Oh, man, a hit online game? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I got to get in on that. <laughs> all the reviews this are like is... five stars. People love it, so I think it's going to do okay. <laughs> It, it looks pretty good, honestly. It's an actual cookbook. It just happens to have weird, funny MMO names and and uh, themes. It looks like a genuine, you know, it looks pre- like good food. Yeah, um, yeah. This is going to be the perfect, perfect holiday uh, Christmas present, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is like, oh, I remember, you know, I remember our nephew Timmy. Didn't he used to play that that computer game, the the Warcraft World that online game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you can, you know, you can get it for, for them. And I, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of the kind of thing where you're like, you you look at all the recipes in the game and you're like, wouldn't it be fun if we had a cookbook like with actual recipes? <laughs> yeah, it would be fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have it now. I guess it's okay. Yeah. Just so you know, okay, she, she is the author also of the best-selling book, A Feast of Fire and Ice, the official Game of Thrones companion cookbook. So she's oh, got some okay. experience. So this, is her, this is her jam. This is, is her thing. Mm-hmm. IPs yeah. and make cookbooks out of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, down. basically. Cool. Anyway. Well, I would like to make cool. a cocktail recipe book for just Blizzard games. I yeah. think I should work on that. All right. Let's do it. I'm hoping to get a copy of this and, and sort of review it for people. Also, that World of Warcraft Traveler thing's out now. I forgot to mention that. Uh, it's that kid's book from um, Blizzard and is it Scholastic? Crap. Uh, Metzen announced it a long time ago, uh, obviously before he was quitting. But uh, it's, let's see. It's about a 12-year-old named Ar- Aramar Thorm, a clever boy who is never without his uh, precious sketchbook. 
And, ah. uh, oh, the kids book. The kids the book. Kids oh, thing. Cool. Yeah. World of right, Warcraft Traveler, it's called, and it's out now as of the 25th. <laughs> so you can get that for eight bucks. Actually, it's on Kindle as well for nine ninety nine. And on the cover of the cookbook, there's a tiny little hearthstone as well. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's nice. If I rub it, will it take me back there or what? What's the deal? Uh, Maybe. Um, What I really want to Do you think that's what you're doing to your hearthstone? Yeah, I wondered. Are you rubbing your hearthstone? (laughs) I always assumed you were. No? Yeah. yeah, Do we rub it or do we like (laughs) shove it up our butt or do we uh, just hold it up? I'm assuming (laughs) we're not shoving it up our butt. That's. But that I would maybe be terrible. If that's know. like how something like that. If works. that's like, how it right, works, you just take yeah. this rock. Yeah. And if you want to get home at any point, <laughs> you know why this discussion I mean, hasn't come up in the last twelve years. I don't know, but I'm glad we're finally hitting it. I'm glad we're finally yeah. addressing it. I, you know what? We need to figure this out, man. I'm not yeah. gonna be able to sleep today. There is, uh, <laughs> because it it might be uncomfortable, but it's really powerful. <laughs> yeah. You teleport yeah. yourself to a totally different location in the world. Yeah. It's. You shove, uh, it, yeah. you shove it up there and then you shimmy around with green whatever for a second and you're in. It's a suppository Azeroth style. I like it. Look, you want to go home, right? Yeah. So <laughs> get the hell out of here. <laughs> put something, put something uncomfortable up your all ass. Day. Yeah. Want to go home, man. I'll do it every time. All right. We're going to take a very quick break. Talk about a sponsor. We'll be right back. Everybody listening to the sound of my voice, you're a fan of something in World of Warcraft more than something else. Let's say you're a big fan of Lily. You want to make a fan page for her because you're just so into her. Or you're really into Garage Hellscream, good old Gary Hellscream, and you're thinking, man, that's the warrior to beat. I want to make a web page all about him. Or let's say you make stuff and you want to sell things. Or you're a photographer and you want to make a gallery. Or you just want to make a blog. Whatever the thing is. Don't spend your time trying to figure out how you're going to afford expensive web engineers to make it or learning how to do it yourself. Instead, click drag and drop with the great tools and templates over at squarespace.com. Squarespace.com gives you a free 14-day trial without a credit card needed. And when you decide to stay, and I think you will, you just use the code INSTANCE at checkout. It's going to save you 10%. That's at squarespace.com and the code INSTANCE for 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. All right, let's get to our BlizzCon predictions. I don't know how deep we want to go or how lightly we want to go. Um, I'm going to have a little music for it. Game by game, game maybe? Maybe game by game. I mean, yeah, like I'll tell you right now, I could probably do some decent Hearthstone predictions, but when it comes to, say, Overwatch, I'm going to leave that to Patrick. All right. I'm gonna. All I right, got some so. thoughts, so I'm gonna say Hearthstone predictions, uh, Overwatch predictions, uh, Heroes and Starcraft and Diablo, and of course, Wow. <laughs> well, they got a lot and of games right now. The new game. Yeah, or whatever, whatever the hell they're gonna <laughs> announce up there. All right, so let's start actually with World of Warcraft. Why not? That's our thing. Sure. Um, I'm going to make one prediction, and that will be that. Uh, let me think about this. They're going to announce. Um, hmm. Hold on, hold on. You clearly thought about this a lot, Scott. Well, the one prediction I have was about legacy servers, and that already got uh, kibosh. Okay. So, so my new prediction I'm going to say is they're going to announce that the movie's going to have a sequel. There. Okay. And we're all going to be surprised and happy because we didn't think it did well enough, but yet sure. they're going to do it. So my my prediction is is a sequel. Uh, I'm on board. 
what's well, give me another but what are the big what's the big prediction patrick what do you like about wow with this thing uh i don't think there's going to be a lot of things i think your movie prediction is pretty is pretty cool and it might be the one thing because we had so much stuff come out in the last month and a half. We might hear a little bit of what they're thinking of for 7-2, which they're already working on uh, for sure. So I think we're going to see some of the 7-2 stuff, but it's not going to be, you know, as detailed as we would hope. Um, I think they're going to explain a little bit how things went with launch and, uh, you know, the development of 7.1 and all of this. I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of information, but some of 7.2. Okay, I like it. 7.2 for Patrick. Movie for me. Dills, what do you think? Uh, I'm on board. I I think actually my prediction is that there is no major announcement as far as what I was concerned and mostly just information about stuff we already know. Uh, and a lot of information about about Legion and how it's revitalized WoW in this huge way and all that kind of... It's, it's, gonna, it's almost going to feel like they're selling us WoW again, right? Yeah. Like, guys, it's still really good. You should still get it and play it. Like, it's amazing. And I, they're talking, obviously, to, like, you know, they're preaching to the choir, right? But uh, it, still, I, fi- I feel like they're in a position where they just want to... Like, they want to appease us. They want to ensure us that this game is not dying will be around for another five to ten years at least and you know continue to invest your time in world of warcraft yeah uh so i think that's yeah. that's more along the lines of what they're gonna be talking about as far as wow is concerned all right i agree and, and they're gonna be dancing around the subscriber numbers like never sure. before they're not sure. gonna give it we'll talk about how they're right. up and yeah. you know, things like that, but they'll and never like say a number. That was my yeah. question: is numbers if you think... of you know of of uh, of uh, artifact weapons and the number of world quests that everyone did, and like all of those silly numbers that you can't really deduce anything from, yeah. but not the subscriber. <laughs> yeah, they'll sound yeah. they'll sound really impressive no matter what, but they will not. They'll be tempted. I mean, if they got to eleven million, like is the rumor, they're going to be tempted, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think they have to hold to their commitment yeah. not to talk about numbers. It's, at this point, I think they're going like to tell too, us they're too smart. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're going to tell us how many squirrels were kicked and how many fish were kicked and stuff like that. Um, oh, is it kicking the squirrel or do you capture them? I can't even. You remember. capture the squirrel, you kick the fish, and you kick the fish. You there kick you the go. fish, yeah, yeah. And you Jeez. crack the nut, and you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds right to me. Okay, uh, I think you guys are probably dead on, and they're going to celebrate why Legion has brought the game back to a new place, and I think that's. That's probably worthy of doing because they've done great. Oh, we need. Um, all right. Let's talk about Hearthstone. Dills, what are you going to get? You're going to get a new expansion? All right. What are we going to get? Yeah, new expansion. New expansion. Uh, they've been teasing. They've been teasing this whole Gadget Zan thing. So, uh, but they also were kind of teasing that it's not maybe just gadgets. Like, because at first you see Gadget Zan, you're like, really? More goblins and friggin' gnomes and whatever? Like, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing now? Because uh, we already had a Goblins versus Gnomes expansion. Right. But uh, I really think that that's going to be just kind of like part of it. And I think the theme is a little bit more of uh, like trips around Azeroth so they can kind of like pull all of it in. Mm. Um, like they had this whole postcard thing. Maybe we'll see something where it's lots of locations and stuff. Not really sure yet. I was told one thing, and I don't think that that thing was right. <laughs> it look, looks like that was a. An intentional misdirection oh. uh, on the part of some people at Blizzard yeah. to people who are asking questions. Because, mm. uh, yeah, like I, I basically heard some rumors, and then those rumors, there's no way they're true now. 
mm. uh, based on what we've seen. But the the prediction, like the actual part of the prediction that matters, I think for because I think we all know new expansion. The actual part of the prediction that matters is when is it going to come out and what else is coming along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to see it come out like really soon after BlizzCon again. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to see something in like late November. Okay, the so actual cards will hit week or two after. Sure, that seems about right to me yeah. too. Do you think yeah. uh, what to remind people what goes out when this comes in? Because we'll we now have an expansion that will no longer have cards in standard play anyway. So uh, the next cards to rotate out will be um, the Grand Tournament and League of Explorers. Okay. So it kind of makes sense because you get um, you get an adventure and an expansion mm-hmm. at a time when those rotate out. So. We'll, we'll see. It's gonna. It kind of feels like a lot of cards rotating out, to be honest. And I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about how quickly, quickly things seem to be rotating out at this point. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's fine. This is just what it is. I I'm just excited. What I really hope for is that these cards are impactful in ways that affect the metagame, not just by like, here's here's a new card for your ramp druid deck. Here's a new card for your tempo mage. I want to see brand new decks and archetypes that have never existed before at all. Mm. That's what I really, really want to see. And if, if that doesn't happen, then I'll I'll be disappointed. But as long as we do see like here, like here's a new way to play Warrior, you know that you never saw. Here's a new way to play Paladin. Like that's what I'm really hoping for. So as long as I get that, I'm good. And as far as new features, I don't think we get anything mm. because uh, for various reasons, I don't think that the client is set up to bust out new features as fast as we would really like them to happen. So things like tournament mode and all that is just so far away. Um, but I'm I'm very hopeful that 2017 is going to bring... Like I, I think that what, what's going on behind the scenes that we don't know is that there's lots of discussion about how to change the game for the better that aren't just new cards. Because yeah. if you get into this cycle with a game like Hearthstone, right? You, you can think that Oh, well, all we ever have to do is just put out new cards every now and then, and the game will always be fine. But the truth is that the game will constantly have flaws that will drive people away from it if you don't address those. Like, new cards isn't enough. Right. And they've been lately really kind of pushing that with some of their changes, like some some interesting bug fixes, changing some existing cards, uh, putting in new quests and things like that. So... As far as like new features, I think we might get more in that kind of direction, which is like here's some small, you know, uh, we're we're getting rid of some things that are annoying and we're fixing that, but not like here's a whole new button to push and right. a new game mode. That I don't think won't happen until maybe mid 2017. I agree. I think so, there's I think there'll think, be refinements like that. Yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. Do you think we're gonna get uh, hear about the rework of Arena or it's too early? That if there is anything, that would be the thing. Um, right, that's what I was. With that being said, I don't think it happens here at BlizzCon. I was hoping, I really was, and I had made the prediction on the Angry Chicken that we were going to get another big arena announcement, either at or before BlizzCon. But the way things are feeling now, it's like a lot of these announcements lately have felt like they're like they did the thing to arena already, and now they're kind of moving on to other little things. Um, and but I do think there is a big rework coming. This is probably going to be maybe early next year, mid next year. Yeah, twenty seventeen. I would love it if it happened. Oh my god, I cannot wait for Arena to feel fresh and fun again because it does. It's it's like it's a game mode that is just it's like the forgotten game mode in Hearthstone, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it was so cool when they first put the game out, and now they're like, yeah, yeah all right. 
Yeah, nobody, we don't need to worry about nobody's that even playing you know, it. Just, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't hear from anyone doing arena anymore. They're all it's just ranking. stagnated. Well, the thing is, there's an arena community. There's an entire group of people who just do arena, mm. and they feel forgotten and neglected. Mm. You know. Yeah, I can see and, that. And uh, I don't want them to leave Hearthstone because I feel like if it continues this way, they they might. Yeah, <clears throat> you got Gwent and closed beta. You got that upcoming Elder Scrolls. I'm not saying either one of those are going to stack up to Hearthstone. I'm just saying competition means you best get your poop in order while you can. Well, so far, all the games that have come out that have been kind of in the vein of trying, like the Hearthstone killers, mm -hmm. if, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, they haven't, it's similar to what we saw with World of Warcraft for years and years and years. They were fine. They were fun. They did their thing. They didn't dip into the pool of players that Hearthstone has built up, right? Yeah, so yeah. Elder Scrolls, Legends, I mean, that's a fun game, but I will not play it over Hearthstone, and right. a lot of people agree. Yeah, so they're in a good position that way. It's it's a bit like the opposite yeah. where they're at with Heroes versus League and and Dota. They have you know they have a lot to prove there, whereas here they kind of own the space. Just don't do anything so dumb that you lose it, and they won't. I'm not yeah. worried about them. The, the The key here is whatever they announce at BlizzCon has to be. It has to feel to the player base like like a lot of things are being addressed because the player base of Hearthstone. Loves the game of Hearthstone, but also loves to hate the game of Hearthstone at the same time. It's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. You see some of the top pros, and this, this I think, is like, I, I really kind of hate this. But you see some top pros, and they'll win a tournament and then downplay their own role in winning said tournament, even though they put in hours and hours of work. Right. And at the end, they just say, well, I just got lucky in this RNG cardstone game. Uh, and, and I feel like they're doing themselves a disservice because you don't see anybody win the World Series of Poker and then go, well, I got really lucky and I, you know, whatever, I guess it was just my time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, I worked really hard and I played really well and that's why I won. That's what you should be saying. Yeah. Uh, and that's what these players should be saying because they are playing really well and they are working really hard. And, uh, and we, as the fans, need to kind of feel that that's why they won right? yeah so. a lot of them are just 18 and kind of that's that's true too yeah yeah that i mean I, i'm not trying yeah. to be ageist here but there's a difference like you you know you don't yeah. necessarily have the the public uh response mechanisms that you might attain in your 20s or something and and by then you, you're too old to play hearthstone so or competitively anyway. well yeah i think i think there might be a little bit of that with i don't know why the hearthstone community turned a little bit after a year or so and this is well, discussion way beyond Hearthstone and you know the the predictions for BlizzCon, but maybe it's because the, some of them are a little bit younger, and you want you know when people are saying this is all RNG, maybe you don't want to be the one saying no, f you. I worked really hard, and yes, there's RNG, but I play around it, and and I yeah. won, and you lost, or you know, I don't know, but it's weird that that mood that's. Uh, uh, become common around Hearthstone. I, I, I'm like you, Dills. I, I really don't like it. And I don't understand why it uh, coalesced that way. It's very sure. strange. Yeah, there's a toxicity to it that I didn't expect. It, and I don't you know, know what, it's though? It's uh, like there is RNG and that can't be denied. But like you just said, you know, I played around it. But like the thing is, is, is when you actually when you get down to it, it's not about the fact that a player in Hearthstone will win every single game. And we had Daniel Legrand, who's like a top poker player on our show recently. And he brought this up and he said, that's what makes the game so good uh, is a guy, you know, a guy like Scott can log in 
and will make his weird mage deck and win some games, yeah, right? Yeah. And mm. you could play against me, and things could go your way, and you could win. Yeah. You know, I would probably win more of the games if you know if I made the correct decision more often. But you still have a chance. Yeah. And that makes people want to play the game because you have a chance. You know. Yeah. And a lot of other games, like if if you logged in and tried to play League of Legends against uh, Faker. Uh, and you were like, I'm going to 1v1 Faker in lane, he would kill you every single time. Yeah, you just right? be dead. And there's You'd nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's not that's not something that will bring you in. So, like, the, that's what brings people into Hearthstone. It's a really key element. And the player base, if they embrace it, can really help continue to grow the game and make it feel, you know, amazing and special to people. But when they, when they downplay it and crap on it, then things don't, you know, it's... The community follows those people because they are the loudest voices. Yeah, so. there's they have real they have real influence. Also, it bugs me a little bit that I that we don't see a broader range in the pro play scene because there's no reason that a thirty year old doesn't have a sharp enough mind to to play a great. Well, game there are a few. Yeah, here's here, here's the real reason though. Like a Hearthstone, yes, you can be because if you look at like the like poker, you got your guys in like their 50s are still making like the final table right yeah, because, it's not about apms and how but, quick your mouse moves it's just yeah you know. but here's the thing in a game like hearthstone the only people who can afford to be professional hearthstone players are people who live at their parents house right and when you're you know i'm in a special position where i'm doing the mostly like the podcasting or whatever like i'm making a living not being a pro Hearthstone player, just the guy who talks a lot about Hearthstone, right? Right. right. Uh, and you know, to the that's why there's so many young kids playing. And I think in video games in general, you can afford to spend all day doing something that may or may not make you any money, right? Right. right. And everybody else in the world needs to make sure that at the end of the day, they brought home enough to pay rent. Yeah. And they got they got to cover yeah. the the rent and the electricity yeah. in the house where their kid is downstairs playing professional Hearthstone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even right. though dad might be way better than said kid, uh, yeah. he he has to spend his time. You know. Yeah. I, I totally agree, and that may that may shift over time. Do a real job. The, the players that do so well that they continue to grow with the game that maybe shifts over time. Maybe that because sure. they're now well, superstars. They start doing other things too. Yeah. They start doing content creation. They start doing right. casting. They start doing streaming. Sure. All that kind of stuff. Sure. And even if they're just an incredible player that just constantly wins, you know, in theory, they could play that way for a long time and not have repetitive stress disorder wrist problems like StarCraft Pro players <laughs> sure. or whatever. By the way, I want to I want to give a shout out to my favorite for for BlizzCon this year. This will be my other prediction for Hearthstone. All right. Amnesiac, the 16-year-old Hearthstone prodigy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of being young and playing Hearthstone, I believe he will win BlizzCon. He not only is really, really good, but when he talks about the game of Hearthstone, he does not bring up how he just got lucky. He really believes he's the best player in the world. Yeah. And that's why he's going to win. He's super uh, and that, I think, is the, that's the mentality I want to hear from the guy who wins. I want to hear that I won because I was the best, and that's that's you know, and I deserved it. And uh, you think he'll he take out Doctor? What's his name? Doctor Pippy? Doctor? What's his name? Doctor Hippy? 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 Yeah, you think Doctor Hippy's not going to? He's going to play Doctor Hippy today, actually. Oh, so. is that today? <laughs> well, they're they're already in like prelim stuff, the group stages, right? Yeah, that's the, true. The BlizzCon itself on the main stage is only going to be, I believe, the top eight. Yeah, you're right. He's totally yeah. right. They've been doing all that stuff all week because it takes forever to get through all of these things. <laughs> yeah. So they all those people are already in Anaheim. It's some secret location. Yeah, uh, being oversaw by I'm assuming Ben Brode. Probably. Uh, <laughs> so Patrick, uh, give us your give us the lowdown on predictions for Overwatch. What do you think is going to happen? New characters, new maps. What? What are we getting? 
but a big year for the All team. right. So, uh, I think we're going to get uh, at least Sombra, which, oh my God, finally. It is, yeah. It's been so annoying. They've been dangling her in front of our eyes for, what, three months now? Yeah. I think they thought they were going to um, be able to release her earlier than this. And they started the, this ARG game that where, you know, the codes and the things, everyone's heard about it. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out she wasn't ready, so they pushed back. And the ARG didn't make sense for months. So I think she's finally going to be revealed. And I think she's going to be released the week after BlizzCon. Um, Playable, but- though, after- Done, right like playable on those machines playable at blizzcon yeah. yes and released the the day after uh, i mean you, you know, better the, be the, amazing the man because the hype is real yeah <laughs> it's, it's gonna she, really suck if she's just like oh yeah she's like soldier 77 you know she's just like she got a gun <laughs> she runs around real fast and you're like no i need something awesome i think i think she might uh prevent characters from using their special abilities Ooh. Like one of her powers might be that it could be could be interesting. She's like a hacker, right? Like that's her thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's a Sounds, she's a hacker, sense. and she yeah. So I, so I think that is gonna is gonna happen. I think we're gonna see another character. Uh, you know, they're gonna talk to an extent about another character they're working on. I really hope so because just one would be would not be enough. And I think the big thing is gonna be. Uh, either presented or uh, uh, i mean it's going to be presented and playable but maybe not in the game quite so soon uh, a new game mode like completely new game mode with uh, one or two or three maps um that they they've been working on we know they've been working on one um they announced that they were working on maps for existing game modes we got that it was uh, Eichenwald, um and they were working on other modes as well I think that's going to be it. I don't think we're going to see anything in in the PVE department. That's oh, still going to be. I wish we would. Very, that was so good. Uh, that Halloween stuff was so freaking good. It was really fun, but it's relatively. It's not easy to do, but it's possible to do if it's a one-off thing that happens and then goes away. If you make it into a full mode then it becomes a much bigger endeavor because you have to provide incentive to play. You have to have some kind of a progression system somehow. Or, you know, maybe it will come at some point down the line. But I think at this stage, it's just going to be a new mode with a couple of maps and Sombra and hopefully another extra character that they're working on. Okay, I agree. I think everything you said is probably accurate. Um, They uh, Kaplan has much said that there was another character that is on the verge outside of Sombra that's about ready to be shown. And uh, a new mode, I think, makes sense. Do you think we'll get a new animated short during the opening ceremonies? Like a like a whole CGI thing to watch? That would be awesome. Uh, Garrett on Overwatchers uh, made that prediction because we also did our predictions there. Um, I think, yes, it's very possible. You're right. I, awesome. I always forget about it. But also, uh, Garrett mentioned the comic, you know, the actual physical comic book that's supposed to come out they might talk about this as well sure uh, at the show but a new a new uh short would make a lot of sense maybe a new short to introduce sombra for example mm. well i'm you so, know it would be cool yeah. for pve content in overwatch would be like uh scenarios like, like world of warcraft mm-hmm. where all you're doing is really just telling like a the, the story of somebody it's you like know a, one it's of like the a little like a little mini raid little yeah i agree oh that's a great idea dude Oh my gosh! Really cool. Yeah, 
I would play. Because then you don't have to have like literal progression and all that kind of stuff. You could just have like here's just uh, here's a bit of the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all of the maps are in uh, the existing the existing maps are already in in locations that make sense for those yeah, characters. Matter, they sure. could yeah. kind of rework the maps a little bit. And yeah, it could work. I I still think it's a little bit. Uh, they would. I think they'd rather spend their time on uh, the com- you know the PvP aspect of the game sure. rather than this. I think you're right, right, but well. but I do think that what they did with Halloween and to some extent what they did with Lucio Ball, which was a much milder thing, but they have shown a propensity to want to have something like that occasionally, whether it's tied just to holidays or some kind of regular release schedule, something to do in that weekly brawl slot that isn't just everyone Soldier seventy six or everyone Symmetra or whatever. No, yeah, of course. But, I mean, that's going to come for Christmas. I think they want to keep those as a surprise, though. I don't think we're going to talk about the the next one, the, yeah. the, the you know, Winter Vale one or whatever Christmas ends up being. Yeah, I think you're right. I wonder if they'll call it just straight up it Christmas in that world. If they have a different name for it, that'll be interesting. They always try to stay pretty agnostic when it comes to naming holidays. So maybe it'll be... Yeah. I don't know what would they call it. Like, well, uh, maybe the winter holiday. It's it's simple and like the summer games winter holiday, uh, Festa Omnix, <laughs> Omni <laughs> Omni Festival. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Robot Santa Claus. That's all I want. Uh, yeah, but so the biggest the biggest yeah. thing for me would be, of course, the new heroes, but a new mode that I would be super curious to see how they're using the very specific elements of war, of, of I was going to say of World of Warcraft of Overwatch, which design wise, I mean, oh, I could talk about this for hours, but design wise, Overwatch is has so much subtle uh, design innovation that people don't know this because you're just having fun. And I'm, I would be very incredibly, cur- incredibly curious to see how they apply it to a new mode. So, yeah, I agree. But we'll see. Uh, Heroes of the Storm likely will get a character or two. Um, they'll, they always seem to do a weird one. This is the place where we usually get things like um, uh, Chogal yeah. and uh, Lost Vikings. And, oh, Chogal, do, do we feel like Chogal was kind of a, a letdown in the end? Um. No, I mean, I don't no, know. I think fun. he's really fun. I think he's super fun. Sure. Like he's he's still fun once in a while. I played the game I the know. other night where he <laughs> he showed up, and and I'm pretty much okay playing Gaul. I cannot stand playing Cho, but I yeah. I don't think it was like a waste or or anything. But I do think no, that this no, is no, where I they don't think that, but this is where they do their gimmicks. It's what right? brought me into the game. Shogal is what brought me into this game, just because I I thought the idea was fun and I wanted to check it out. And there was that this quest. And I remember last year. I was it last year or yeah, the year before. I can't remember. It was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I was playing uh, uh, heroes when I was on uh, on Overwatch beta hiatus, or if some some might call it withdrawal. Um, and I played heroes for like nonstop for two months because of Shogal, and it served this his first pers- uh, purpose in that sense and i would be very excited to see something in on the in that vein that they could release for yeah. for casuals like because you got to remember right. that was a kind of a recruit a friend program as well built into that yeah and, that's right and yeah. that worked pretty well i but i guarantee you there will be like a normal one or two normal like ass heroes will be excited because they're coming to the game and then one of them a third will be like some weird thing like the way Chogal or Lost Vikings were. It'll be just like this weird ass choice and everyone in the crowd will freak out because that gets, you know, that's good stage stuff. So that's I do cool. hope that uh, we get, you know, kind of uh like a long awaited hero, you know? Yeah. Um, who would you who do you have in mind? Names. Who would you like? Yeah. Uh well Deckard Kane. 
long-awaited oh, yeah. hero. Yeah, right? that'd be great. <laughs> 25-year anniversary uh, the, of the, the Hearthstone Innkeeper. Yeah, hero. yeah. There's a, there's a there's a lot actually out there. Um, I want Decker, on, I want on. Decker came pretty bad. I'll I'll say that. Um, yeah. If they if they did that, that would be. That would be pretty amazing, and yeah. and you can you can shin. and you can just also, hear it though. You can hear it over the speakers. The screen goes dark, and you hear a voice go, "Stay a while and listen." And the crowd losing their freaking minds. Like this is all perfect BlizzCon fodder. They could totally do yeah, it. that's true. Oh wait, wait! Breaking news: uh, the chat room MacBook Pro is linking linking us to a tweet by uh, Blizzard, yeah. saying that uh, hold the door. There's more. Christian Nairn. Uh, is that how you pronounce his name? Is going to be in the DJ booth for our Friday night celebration. Oh, no way, dude. That's oh. amazing. That's for the 20... That's for the, the Diablo deal, right? Yeah. That's so cool. That's 25, 25 years of Diablo or whatever. Yeah. We've, uh, Christian, we've had Christian on the show. He's an awesome dude. And he's, you know, <laughs> he's supposed to be like legit great DJ. So that's yeah. awesome news. That's, that's cool. really great. Yeah. That's a nice little ad there. I'll bet people will love that. That's 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 cool. Um, that's as close you're going to get to Dead Mouse, probably. He's a little too fiery. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's, and maybe some modes, maybe a new event thing for heroes. Who knows? Maybe more about what's going on with these brawls. So far, those are really fun. Uh, that first brawl surprised me how fun it was. I played the shit out of it. I loved it. Um, and I haven't tried the new the, one yet. You know, the, in the, the, is the Nova thing out this week? I've been so busy, I haven't even checked. But is it the Nova thing? What was happening this week? I can't remember. With the heroes, I don't brawl. know. I don't remember, but that thing's fun, right, Patrick? You played a ton of that, didn't you? Uh, not a ton, but I did play, and I think it brings me exactly what I wanted from Heroes, which is none of the you know leveling, not bullshit, but for me as a very casual player, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Because I don't know, you know, all of the talents, which ones are good in the meta right now, which ones I should pick. I just end up going to a site that tells me which one I should pick. Yeah. And I'm just in the fight all the time. And, uh, you know, it's action all the time. It's in, it's It finishes in like 10 minutes. And, uh, I, of course, I suck. And, and you can get better because you have to get better at, uh, at team fights. But... I, I really enjoyed. I think this is what I want from a MOBA, and maybe I should be trying Battle Right. Everyone's saying oh, Battle Right is really that cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but this this feels a little bit like like that even quicker fix of a MOBA, which I can enjoy. So I've really liked it, and I hope they keep uh, you know they keep that kind of spirit around it and not go too wacky all the time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. We'll see what they do. Um, Starcraft. I'm just going to call it right now. There will be. Uh, a hint of something new that is not an RTS. I don't know what that'll be, and it may be very limited, and we won't have very many details because they usually don't do that till they're well into development, but I think StarCraft's universe is ready to go into a new place, and I don't know what that is, but I want that, and I'm excited about it. So that's my StarCraft prediction. Anything to add sure. there? You guys think they'll do anything else with StarCraft? Um, no. no. Um, I mean, the... <laughs> <laughs> the the scene is, did you see the news that the starcraft scene is basically dead in uh, korea that was kind of sad well the starcraft um, 2 scene right like the the what was the what's that what's that league over there the, the pro league the, yeah. the kespa pro league yeah, yeah the kespa thing all crapped out so yeah it yeah. it's it's a, it's a weird time for for the only rts anyone cares about and having its pro league in korea where it's a national sport fall apart like that is real weird so I think to salvage it, they need to tell us something new 
And I don't know what that is. I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. The rumors about the rumors about Blue, uh, Brood War and original Starcraft coming out in an HD version is kind of interesting to me. Uh, giving it full Battle.net sort of functionality and and bringing that back to the forefront is is super uh, super interesting from the standpoint of that may sneak back in as the the esport du jour. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I think I think the StarCraft team is working on something very different. Mm. I don't yeah. know that for sure, um, but I, I think they've, you know, RTSs, maybe they're going to bring it back somehow, but at this stage it would be good to let it sit for a, a few years, get something completely different that they want to work on, and uh, maybe come back as their next or pro- the project after that. Um, but I don't think we're going to see a StarCraft game quite soon yeah um yeah. at all the mobas have I done don't technically i don't think like rts's as a genre are, are necessarily dead i just think there needs to be some innovation there yeah uh to get people interested again well some would argue the innovation was mobas and now what's the next step like you've taken rts's to moba yeah. territory so then what's after that but i totally a, agree uh, I it's to- a completely different skill set though to play a moba right because I, I, I totally the MOBA, agree. You're, yeah. it's, it, you're you're working with teams uh, which you know, so teamwork obviously and coordination matters a lot. And then RTS is obviously the, the the skills required to be good at StarCraft are things that are just completely separate from any other game out there. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I, honestly, like more impressive than probably anything else out there. Uh, it's, it's crazy what those guys do. So yeah, no, I agree. I just think I, that I think that MOBAs obviously were born out of it. it it's the sure. three quarter select the character, move around, kill towers, like a lot of the yeah. same thinking but the, but it's new thinking and and i think blizzard needs some new thinking about what the future of starcraft is and i don't think it's necessarily a traditional rts anymore yeah maybe, yeah maybe not but i'm i'm with dills i think there is a, a a value to the the classic rts um and there's there might be a way to bring the joy of the rts to they they've changed starcraft 2 significantly especially especially the pvp aspect of it they sh- they basically have the the length of the games right with the latest uh, updates mm-hmm. and even with that it didn't work but i think there's something there i just think they need to let it sit for a while before they attack the problem again yeah i think you're right that makes sense i'm genuinely excited about what that may mean because i, I like it when they're put in a corner and they have to figure out what they got to do next i like that with blizzard mm-hmm. Diablo, a lot of controversy about whether or not Diablo will have anything to show on their 25th anniversary. Um, With Josh leaving as head of the department, and we don't know where Tom Shelton went. He may have gone to that team or whatever's next for Diablo. We don't know. Uh, There's, you know, certainly people working on Diablo content. Season 8 is the lightest of all the seasons they've done in terms of rewards and stuff, which means I don't think there are too many hands on deck for what Diablo currently is. So, Part of me wants to predict Diablo 4 or something, but part of me is thinking that we would have more weird mystery blocks of time on the schedule if there was something that big coming. And we don't. So I I don't know. I'm really torn on this because I'm such a fanboy. I want something new so bad, but I don't think it's going to happen if I'm being honest with myself or you guys. Hmm. So Yeah. I, 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 I really want Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I think we're going to get Diablo HD, <laughs> um, you or, know, Diablo 1. Or as HD. I typed in the doc, Dialbo. But anyway, keep going. Dialbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dialbo HD <laughs> is going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I really want Diablo 4. I, but I, I have a, a, 
tiny speck of hope still remaining, but it's it's uh, it's dying fast. Mm. So I would pay. I would play an HD Diablo two though. That that rumor that's that seems pretty solid. I would totally play that. Like I'm, I I know it's an old game, but Diablo two is a pretty special game, and I would go back and play that, especially looking good on it. it is it at all possible that rather than a Diablo four, it's another Diablo three full expansion? Um, it's possible. All, it's possible. No, but it doesn't I, seem no, probable. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's it seems like the game itself is still pretty fresh as far as you know graphically and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's like yeah. a whole new version of it may not really be necessary. Mm. I think also, they, like, I've yeah. other people who play a lot of Diablo that they don't really want to start over again in a new game, yeah, right? Like, yeah. They'd like to just uh, depends what continue. the new game is. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. That, you don't know, but I mean, it's not impossible. Yes, uh, yes, Your Honor, everything's possible, <laughs> but yeah. I just think it's it's less likely than Diablo Four. Yeah, sure. that that says something. I'm with I, you there. I tend I, to I agree. Just, I was just wondering because, like, I th- I think you know, twenty five in twenty five year anniversary, all that kind of stuff. Like, it makes sense. That they will announce something about Diablo and what's going to happen going forward, because mm-hmm. it does feel to me like the game, in its current state, we had a lot of excitement when some of the changes happened. It was really fun to start doing the seasonal stuff. Now we've done it a bunch of times. Why do I do it another time? Yeah, you know, unless I'm like a Diablo main guy, unless like that, that's my main game, which there definitely are those people out there. Mm-hmm. But for me, I always just loved going back into it. Right when a new season would happen. Sure. This season did not at all stir that in me like i had no just did not have a desire to go in and do anything and i don't know if that was because i'd done it a bunch or because the rewards when i looked at them didn't seem that great yeah uh but either way it did feel like maybe we're on the tail end of this version of diablo being at all viable right so i'm pretty certain that at some point big announcement i think at some point they had another expansion perhaps in the works or in the plans or something and then with josh going over to bonfire studios and he being kind of the key reason why things got better with Reaper of Souls. Mm-hmm. I think they just, I don't know if they scrapped it, but they just said, well, all right, maybe we just no, need to- No, are you kidding? Mm. If they were working, full-on working, on a third expansion for Diablo, you don't scrap it because the guy leaves. Are you kidding no, me? No, 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 I don't mean they, that. I don't mean that they had the work done. I just mean they may have had plans to do it. And with when your leadership is mm. broken up and you also are tepid about player reaction to just another expansion and not a sequel that may be enough to take it off the whiteboard i don't mean that they had already executed and had a bunch of work done i i really don't i really don't think so i think if you decide to do an expansion there are a number of reasons you know player engagement uh, active active players numbers sold and if you make that decision it makes financial sense and it still makes financial sense even if you haven't started working on it it still makes financial sense if your if your game director is leaving yeah I, I think they were working on some things at some point and those zones turned into uh what was the patch where they added two zones that were pretty significant mm-hmm. um, I think that might have be have been some early work on potential zones for another expansion and they said they thought they'd recycle it for uh, the existing game I think that's the extent of it um, but yeah. I, I think I, I think I agree totally agree with you mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know I just every, every fiber of my being wants more for Diablo than I'm getting and me too and so Ugh, I just don't want to wait. I don't want to. I mean, I know that's a, it's a huge IP. It's the, one of the best-selling PC games of all time. Diablo three is like it's not like it's a, a thing they can look at as a failure or anything remotely like that. 
but I, it does feel like something that they might sit on for a while, and I don't want them to sit on it. I want, I'm listen. Yeah. I'm not getting any younger, stuff. dude. Yeah, this cold could kill me for all I know. I need to, get, I need to get in there. I need to stop B- B- Balthazar or whatever the hell the new Devil Man's going to be. I need to beat him. I need to get uh, to re- resurrected D- uh, Deckard Kane, and we need to go on a trip, do some shit. All right, <laughs> that's the end of that. Uh, let's do a quick email. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, uh, Town Crier and I will be in BlizzCon next week. If you want to say hi to the Town Crier, you can and be amazed at how low his voice is. Uh, let's get to a quick email here from, uh, who's this from? Abdullah. And uh, this came to us at theinstance at gmail.com. You can also leave us your voicemails at 801-471-0462. It says this, hello guys, I'm a huge fan of Blizzard and the podcast. I have a few questions about attending BlizzCon this year. I'm an international student from the Middle East and hopefully graduating next year. I didn't want to leave without attending. My first question is, what time to be there? Do I need to be at the door at 6 a.m.? Or should I feel safe because I have the ticket and I don't have to rush in? How do I get to the goodie bag? I heard you guys say I have to go somewhere a day before to get it. Or was that something else? Sorry for the long email. I am just a little nervous because this is my first time going to somewhere like this that is this big. Love everything you guys do uh, here and other shows. When the host split up, thank you. Regards, Abdullah. All right. Uh, in 2011, I may have, I may have issued more caution about lines and things, but last year, what a freaking breeze. It was so easy getting your ticket done and your bag and all that. That was so easy last year. It was ridiculous. So I don't so, think you have to do this yeah. like 6 a.m. crap. Like what, what, what warnings would you give him? Like maybe to get a good seat for the opening well, ceremonies or, you if know. you can go the That's night the before, only get thing, ticket yeah. and do that right. because then the next day you don't have to worry about it, but you can totally do it right before the con too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah don't, the, I, the here's my, my, that, my advice. Don't worry, man. Go have fun. <laughs> That's good. I like your advice. Not bad. Yeah. Um, go I, ahead. Patrick. So, yeah, I think the only thing that you need to, uh, worry about for, for the ticket itself, uh, to answer your question, the goodie bag you get when you get your ticket. So you just go to queue. If you get there the day before you can go get it, uh, the day before, if you get there on the day of, well, it's probably pretty early, but go get it at that point. Um, but when the doors open, the only moment where th- things get a little bit crazy, there's two. There's when the doors open and people want to get their seats for the opening ceremony, which is the the, the one time where everyone wants to see what's happening because yeah. that's where uh, the big things get announced. And there's only so much room in the actual location for the opening ceremony. There's the other... Um, holes where they also show the screens uh, of what's happening on stage, but you don't see the actual stage. It's just as good, but you know, you don't, you're not in there. So people run like mad men and women to get to their seats and make sure they have seats in the main hole. Mm -hmm. So for there, it might be a little bit of a challenge if you want to be sitting there, but it's not mandatory. The other thing is People also run to the uh, the the store to get their goodies, not the ones in your goodie bag, but things you can buy extra. And that is really hard to get to. Yeah. Uh, some people decide that they're just going to forego the opening ceremony entirely because at that point there is very little queue at the store and you can do that. Um, I'm not sure when it opens, though. Make sure you check uh, the opening times. But um 
when there's something big happening, you can probably go back to the, the store. But if there's something you really want from the store, don't wait too much because usually by the end of the morning and the end of the day for sure, the most popular items are uh, are gone. Mm -hmm. So that is something to remember. Other than that, yeah, just hang out, meet some people, say hi to us if you if you see us um, and and play a few games. Have fun. That's the the yep. the secret of BlizzCon. Yeah, Thursday, the Thursday ticket thing is super quick. Like they they used to only open it up at like five in the afternoon and it was kind of a hellscape. It was awful in like 2011 and 2013. I did not enjoy that. But since then, 2014, 2015, they pretty much have that open all day Thursday. And it's just not hard. You get in, you get out, and you go do something fun with your friends. It's just no big deal. Yep. Um, Other thing too, I'll, I'll recommend like uh, Patrick gave you good advice on the on those things if that's what you want to do. But I'm going to recommend don't even care about all that stuff. Like the store is just a big waste of time, in my opinion. <laughs> and getting like right up front for the opening ceremony also a big waste of time, in my opinion. You can there's screens everywhere. You can sit anywhere in the whole damn place. And you get to watch it on a big screen sitting somewhere and you'll hear it loud and clear. And I don't know, to me, it's just like the hassle of running to try to get a seat where most of the time you'll still be really far away is just not worth my time. I'd rather just casually stroll in, have my coffee, sit down anywhere I find a seat and still know what the big announcement is. Mm -hmm. uh, I, like I don't, I, a lot of that stuff gets I understand that some people are really into all that stuff. I think it kind of gets overblown. And then if you just become the frenzy, uh, you might have less fun than if you just relax. Yeah. No, I agree. I just happen. I just figured that I would let no, you no, know that's what happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, that is what happens with those yeah. things, which is why I just avoid them completely. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's just not worth it to me at all. <laughs> it's a good point. And uh, regardless, if you see us, come say hi. We're all going to be there. And Terpster uh, is there as well. And you can. Uh, that's half the reason I go is to talk to people. So. Just don't look at me in the eyes, okay? Yeah, don't look at me. I, listen, <laughs> last time that happened, everyone had a brown note in the same room, and I don't know what, I don't know why that was, but don't look Dills in the eye, okay? No brown notes this year. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, all right, uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah, we're done. Uh, big thanks to everybody who sends in their correspondence. If you'd like to send in your own emails, the instance at gmail.com is the email address, and of course, 801-471-0462 is our phone number. Before we go, though, uh, there's still plenty of stuff going on, uh, both in and outside the Frog Pants Network. I know, Patrick, I'm on your show on Monday, so tell people where they can, A, hear Pixels, or anything else you'd like them to know about. Yeah, sure. Uh, follow me on Twitter and on Facebook, uh, not Patrick, on both of those platforms. I've done a few uh, notes of analysis for the gaming things that happened in the past few weeks on Facebook. So if you're interested in that, you can check it out. And also Pixels, as Scott said, uh, on Monday, we're going to be discussing the Nintendo Switch and everything we need to know and the questions we have about that system that's just been announced. So if you're interested in hearing us discuss this, you can go subscribe to Pixels and it's also available at frenchspin.com oh, that sounds great uh to dills where, where do you got going before the big day next week uh so check out twitch.tv slash willie dills sf uh we are well over 600 subs now so thank you guys so much for all the support a lot of people actually came and said they heard me talk about it on this very show oh, good. and even though they don't watch twitch they uh they threw their prime sub to somebody so thank you guys for that i appreciate it uh i understand a lot of people just listen to the podcast. Don't watch Twitch. So it was really cool of you guys to go out of your way 
uh, to help support a smaller streamer. So that's that was really awesome. So thank you guys. Very cool. Um, as far as BlizzCon goes, if you want to meet up at the A-Move meetup, that happens Thursday at Bullmore Lanes. I believe it's at like 7 or 8 o'clock or something like that. Generally, you, you've been there, Scott, too. So mm-hmm. um, And a bunch of other frog pantsy people should be probably be there. So it's a good chance to meet a whole bunch of us all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Friday night... A special Dillionaire meetup will be happening somewhere, but I just don't know where. I'm thinking the Cave Sports Bar, just because it's a sports bar that's really close by. Mm. Uh, and that'll just be people who just watch my stream. If you guys want to get together and have a cocktail, uh, we'll do something like that. It's not This is not like an official thing. I'm just trying to figure out where we can all actually meet up. Because yeah, people have been great. talking about it. That sounds so. really good. Um, a yeah. reminder that I will uh, well, likely, well, we're likely all going to at some point be at the bowling alley again with the A-Move people, including you and me and Garrett and everybody. There will also be the Con Before the Storm Heroes panel I'm moderating on Thursday night. So if you're going to the Con Before the Storm, you'll get to hear that. Um, Kyle Ferguson and others are in that. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. And then uh, Friday, I am co- moderating in the dark moon fair area a q a with developers on overwatch and the details on that have been moved around a little bit so i don't want to commit to exact time because i think that's still in flux a little bit but um watch for that hopefully my voice is back before all of these stupid things um <clears throat> anyway but if you see us come say hi if you see my yeah. kids say and hi. on if that see, yeah Overwatch thing, I might be there too. Oh, I would love awesome. that. I was so I, I was I was bugged that your it's, name wasn't there yet, and I thought, why isn't that happening? And now, if that's true, that makes me it, excited. Yeah, there was there was a big miscommunication, but Garrett and Chris and and uh, me hopefully uh, will be there too. Awesome. And uh, yeah, so that uh, should be fun. I really like that idea. And uh, one of the people on our panel is um, Aaron. Oh, I forgot his last name because my brain hurts. Keller, Aaron Keller. I met him last year at the dev meetup and he is the nicest freaking guy i'm telling you this is going to be an awesome panel we're gonna have great stuff to talk about if you're an overwatch fan come catch that uh watch your schedules for when it will be but come catch that on saturday i think that's everything boys uh yeah i think that is everything i got the instance.net is our website we'll have a live instance at the at the thing oh that's the other thing at some point we'll have a live instance again we don't know what time but we'll have all of us there on stage, probably going to team up with the angry chicken so that we all, we have one show all at once. Everyone puts it on their feeds and we're done uh, since there's so much crossover there. And uh, again, I don't know when that'll be, but probably Saturday as well. Uh, the instance.net is our website at instant show for Twitter. You can follow me at Scott Johnson, Willie Dills, the underscore T and not Patrick. Keep your eyes on those Twitter accounts during BlizzCon because that's where a lot of the stuff will come from. Is where we're going to be, what we're doing, and how stuff's happening. So check those out. More shows like this at frogpants.com. That will do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Dills. We'll see you next time. Bye! Wondrous weapons wander wildly. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. One of the most exciting parts of adventuring the Broken Isles is the chance to wield weapons once held by true heroes of Azeroth. Doomhammer, Ashbringer, Frostmourne, Thazdara. Each of these has been used in the past to slay untold numbers of enemies. 
but in the hands of a new generation of heroes, there have been some glitches. The weapons often seem to have a mind of their own, ignoring the demon standing right in front of a hero, and instead seeking to strike some defenseless critter barely visible in the distance. So these indecisive armaments often cycle between every creature in the area before finally agreeing to engage the wielder's actual target. Now a large group of frustrated heroes has filed a class-action lawsuit against Artifact Crafters and Mythic Equipment, the exclusive maker of legendary items. The plaintiffs allege that the defects in their weapons targeting cost them thousands of gold pieces in repair bills, and they want that money repaid. As one frustrated Death Knight told ODN, this company screwed up Frostborn's targeting instincts, and fixing plate armor ain't cheap. When it comes to expensive repair bills, it would appear that many heroes believe that Acme should pick up the tab. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at FrogPants.com.